Hey, hey guys, welcome back, my friends. Welcome back to our podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Alexa, your CEO, founder of Aspire, the hospitality group. And this is my partners over here in crime. These are the ones that take care of me over yeah. here. What you got, Kimberly? Kimberly Alexa, founder of Aspire to Be Hospitality, servicing as CFO of Aspire Brands. Counting all the money. Yeah. Tell Counting me all that, our money. Tell me that we can't buy nothing else, right? Always. Yeah, I know. It's always telling me no. <laughs> what are you laughing at? She tells you know a lot too. Yeah, Justin Smith, I run operations. Um, yeah. All that is uh oh, oh a little guy. We're gonna the, get to this little guy here in a minute. Your um, monkey this little, little monkey. He's a gorilla, Kimberly. That's oh, a ratitude um, gorilla. Bad. Yeah. So uh yeah, let me See he won't sit up here. I'm gonna put him right here. Um so uh hey, thank you again for joining us, guys. Um, you know, I want to remind everybody, please, 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 please. Go to uh, Apple, iPod, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, and YouTube. And do not forget to hit the subscribe button. That's mm -hmm. how we really track this, right? We're getting a lot of traction, a lot of views, a lot of smart people behind the scenes here telling us all this analytics. And it's a ton of people are watching it. Friends of mine are watching it. Everybody's watching it, but we got, we got to get subscribers. We have a lot, but I want a lot more, right? Yeah. And that's yeah, how yeah. we rate ourselves. And like Kimberly's always wanting data. Like yeah, she wants more data. Bad. Like which 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 podcast did better? Which one did worse? And that's how we're gauging ourselves. We're new at this, but it's our chance to give back, right? Mm -hmm. It's our chance to do something fun, um, because sometimes sitting behind these desks aren't always fun. You know, this episode is going to be fun. This one should be fun for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is fun getting out in the stores. It's getting fun of getting in the, in the copter and going to visit some stores, landing there right there at the takeout or the drive-through at Arby's. You've done that. Yep. And um, and that's fun. And but we get head down in this business, right? But it's it's just we love getting in here and sharing stuff because we get called all the time, like, how do you do it? What are you doing different? from other franchisees, other people in the business. So that's what we're trying to do, guys. Um, but hey, this topic today has been very, very uh, controversial in some. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning a lot. And it's all about kind of more IT. And this is kind of where Justin sits at. And, and it kind of goes back to this AI stuff that's happening. It goes back to this stuff that's happening right here. It goes back to stuff that's happening in our stores. And some of our, we want more. I mean, we're, we're, we're asking for more, more IT stuff more technology in our stores to track ourselves, to track our stuff that's happening in our stores and make us more efficient, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so, um, efficiency. Yeah, Justin, let, let, what do we got over here? Tell me, let, let's talk about how technology, AI chat, how can that help us in this business? Yeah, so mm -hmm. I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation literally about our industry and hospitality. And I wanted to kick it off with this whole idea of, they're calling it chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the it's the idea that you can ask this thing. It can turn in natural human language. So think about all the books that have ever been written or like loaded into this computer, and you can ask it a question on all types of different variety. But then you can also use it for things that can help you benefit in business, that can help your kids learn in school, so on and so forth. So um, it gives human like responses. So what are some of the things that we can just have some crazy thoughts and ideas and how we can use that in a restaurant. And one yeah. for one for me, just to kick it off, is the idea that with all the labor pressures in place, uh, our takeout centers, right? Mm -hmm. We got a lot of takeout in a Buffalo Wild Wings. We're doing a ton of volume out of there. And it takes a human, if they're not doing online ordering, to pick up the phone mm -hmm. and interact with the guest. Mm -hmm. So this thing can process a human speaking to it and give the most specific response back but it's also learning. 
Yeah, it's also it learning is. what you like. It's looking at your habits. It's suggestive selling and it's accuracy is perfect. That's really cool, but also like really scary. scary. That scares <laughs> the crap <laughs> out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. That's scary. That's it, really scary. It is scary, but that is, you know, what happens, right? At our Buffalo Wild Wings, let me use it for example, what you're talking about, we have two phones, right? And we don't want people to call those phones. We want them to go through the internet, right? Because it, it, they can go through the internet, they can go on their web, they go on their app and order, and they can order what they want is correct because there's a two-human connection, right? This human's on the phone talking to this human putting it in, and this human putting it in has got her phone, the other phone's ringing off the wall, got somebody wanting to take out order, got so much going on. And so she might not hear honey barbecue. She hit hot barbecue. Yeah. And that just screws up the whole system. If you can become really efficient at taking the order, that's more time being able to make a human connection when they walk in and provide hospitality and make sure that the order is accurate and hot. And those are the things as an industry we struggle with. Get a bigger tip. There's three people (laughs) up there and two of them are on the phone. Well, if we had three people up there providing hospitality and the thing or robot or whatever taking the order was so efficient and so perfect that we trusted it to upsell and do all the things, I'd much rather everybody in our store focusing on hospitality than sitting on a phone. So that's only, that's one case in store. But what if that robot hears something besides honey barbecue? So who am I going to get mad at when I walk in? Mr. AI. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> well, here's the deal, though. And pick up my order and it's wrong. That's that's a wonderful thought. Be like, every, it, it always goes back to, like, in my mind, it'd go, like, your steps of service, right? Like, our, our front of house person supposed to repeat the order back, right? Yeah. What makes you true. think that the okay. AI is not going to repeat it back, but even more efficiently? And the difference between the AI and that person on the phone is we yeah. struggle with that person on the phone only does that nine out of ten times, if we're yeah. lucky. Yeah. Really, they do it six or seven out of 10 times, the computer will do it every time. They will always ask you if you want a dessert. They will always ask you to repeat the order back. But that's where people get scared. Yeah, Yeah, they'll be perfect. But yeah, the scary part is because when I call, then the the robot knows my number. They know what I typically order. And for they're not going to make a mistake because they know Kim always orders boneless honey barbecue. So when you, are you getting this way? Your name, your number is going to pop up in this computer. It's going to say, hello, Kimberly. Are you going to order your eight honey bonus honey yeah. barbecue boneless again? It's going to. You know. How are you going to say no to that? And that's yeah, really cool and scary too. See, that's yeah. where, that's no, where like, people are going sideways with it. That doesn't understand the technology. And, and, and I guess I'm not a... I'm not a um, a person that looks out to it, think that the world's going to be the end with it. You know, I think there's some great things that's going to come with this. We, we we heard this in a conference we had a while back in, in, in where Buffalo's, the system, Inspire Brands is trying to test this, right? Like call centers and all different things. And they, they had this center uh, call 500 Buffalo Wild Wings, just random Buffalo Wild Wings. It's funny because they said it could be a franchise store, could be a corporate store. There's no, and out of the 500, 100 of them, never got into the store. Either the phone didn't answer, nobody answered the phone, mm-hmm. or they were hung up on. Yeah. So that's 100 orders. That's 20% of orders that were lost. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that, guys. You don't have to call me. My friends, don't call me after this show. You watch it. Then, hey, I called Buffalo, so I was hung up on. I, I, it's happening. Yeah. We know it's happening. Believe yeah. us. It's, we're talking about this because it's things you need to start thinking about. Yeah. How are we going to, instead of fight this technology, mm-hmm. use it to solve some things that are out there 
And, you know, ultimately, we're not talking about how do we save labor dollars? We want to repurpose them to giving everybody a better experience. Yeah. To buying a bigger TV, to paying a server a little bit more, to taking care of our bartender, to putting a runner on, to all of those things have to happen. And we that that's where this, this can be super beneficial. Yeah. Also, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, go. So, like, that's one use case for inside of a Buffalo Wild Wings. We're also using this as, like business people. So I'll, I'll kick it off yeah. and say, like, I've been dabbling with some of my LinkedIn posts. I'm asking this thing. How do I write a LinkedIn, a short LinkedIn post with emojis using the most common viral posts that have been out there inspired by this book and this person with the mindset of a COO? And it's giving me this like beautiful post. I apply a cool picture to it, hit post. Dude. And next thing you know, people are engaging with it. I know you're using it too. Dude, I didn't use it like that. I need some help with that. Yeah, that's next level. That is. That's leveling (laughs) up. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Um, And that's what's cool about it. I do use, you got me used to this. And I I have it on my phone and I have it on my uh, computer. And uh, we talked about this in the last, where I always say, please help me rewrite this. I use it in the format of when I'm sending an email to something important, you know, yeah. or, or some some huge important post that it's got to be really, I, Kim didn't have time to proofread it. For not me. everybody's <laughs> an English major, right? That's right. No, yeah. that, that, that's Remember, right. Um, I did not graduate from college and barely, I had to repeat junior English twice yeah. uh, for a reason. Um, <laughs> but it does, it, 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 it does rewrite it for me. It'll rewrite, it takes my, I'll, I'll read it, I'll write the paragraph or whatever the email I'm sending and it'll change it around a little bit. Um, and like I said, I think I said this before, like 90% is mine, but 10% might be changing some stuff and pronunciations and things. So it really helps me that. Help me communicate this in a stern way. Help me communicate this in an inspirational way. Right. This thing can take those words and populate something that you can really communicate in a better fashion. Chris's mindset's not changing. He's just getting people on the other end to respond in a better way. Yeah. And you're you're writing those emails based on the audience that you're sending it to. Yeah. So yeah. There's still a human element to this. Yeah. You're, yeah. Still, you're still having to vet out what you're reading and yeah. sending. I, I look at this There way. is when you say, please rewrite. <laughs> please well, rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're asking it to write, for you that you're taking the human element out. Yeah. Right? Because you're just giving it a thought and that thing can spit out. It can, but you're not hitting enter and post. Yeah. You're you're putting your own spin and thought process and logic before it's getting you ninety percent there. And you're really and I I think that's why these educators are so concerned about it is because it's getting kids ninety percent there. But are we trying to memorize or are we trying to learn? And those are two different things because I think I grew up in a world of you had to memorize everything. And I just don't frankly, I don't remember a lot of what I memorized back in the day. I remember what I learned. I remembered a good teacher. I remember the ones that got me ninety percent the way there. Mm -hmm. And that extra ten percent they were just phenomenal in. So like it's a great point. That's that's a well, tough argument. Her point is, yeah. let me yeah. let, let's back. Kim Kim's on the school board, right? In our in our hometown. And so she goes straight to education. That yeah. These kids and and you probably go I'm thinking think, of my own kids. Yeah. I mean yeah. yeah. Two of them are in college. Yeah. One of them is not using it, the other one is. One hundred percent. I don't think he's writing anything. I think it's just giving that thing a topic and spitting it out. I guarantee you that that's happening. That's one dangerous. one will not yeah. use it at all. The other one will. The third one will too, probably. She's using high school right now. If, well, if I, I think in general, AI is dangerous. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially well, right now, because there's no really no regulations around it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just it's out it can get out of control. And let's let's go there oh, because no. I, I think there's something really interesting about this. Obviously, one of the big topics, and whether that's this is hospitality or not, is what's being given to you 
who's the one dictating what that answer is? And you can hit repeat and get a different version of it. But I know there was something interesting recently where it was like, um, what kind of president was Donald Trump? Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, orange hair, so-and-so, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then that orange same man. question was asked for Joe Biden. And it was like, oh, this, this beautiful paragraph came out. And it was like... They both have their strengths Come and weaknesses on, here, but yeah. let's be consistent with if we're going to like throw a meme response, let's throw a meme response for the other side of the aisle too. So that's where I could see people not buying fully into the AI yeah. and you got to be careful. So like, yeah, don't write papers and not proofread it and put your own spin on it. Don't ask this thing questions, expect the answer. No different than when you Google things to be the yeah. end all be all. Yeah. This is a tool and what the the idea here is is all of the writings or all of the people's minds in the entire world put together all the billions of us this thing this one thing can compute and is smarter than all of us combined yeah that's that's special and super yeah. dangerous and uh you just can't turn a blind eye to it and to and i'm going to call you out on this one Say please and thank you to this. Yeah, please say please and thank you. Because we, if we get unplugged from the Matrix, they're gonna know that we were polite. <laughs> Who was polite? I'm coming after you. <laughs> yeah, when you when you said that about the the, the the I saw that I read an article and I saw it online too about the the, the, the how it's taken political parts of it, and that's what is scary because you can't. But you don't believe everything you watch on TV, so don't believe everything you're reading on here too, right? Because every every news network spins things a different way mm -hmm. because the same thing with that. I mean, it said nothing about Biden falling down the stairs, right? It just talks about the negatives of what one president is and all the pauses of another. And so you, you got to take that with a grain of salt, really. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's, it's the future, man. It's coming. You know? Oh, it's here. I, 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 it's I, fast and furious too. It's, I, I make this comment all the time that about our poor grandmother, your grandmother that lives with us. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's years, yeah, years back, she's got an iPhone now. And yeah. she, she loves that thing now. We finally taught her. So it's funny because yeah. years, years back when she was younger, they didn't have things changed over 10 years, 20 years. Right. You know, the rotary phone was there forever. Yeah. Into our kid's life and our life and her life right now, things are changing every year. I mean, you, if you don't have the new iPhone coming out, you want it, right? Everything's just changing. So the technology is changing. You just have to find a way to accept it in your business and your life and control it, right? Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that we can utilize that in our business more to make us more efficient. And one of the topics that like what happened to us years back when this whole delivery model came, like mm -hmm. people were coming to us calling it, calling you, hey, wanted to pitch this stuff. And you listened to one of the big delivery, one of the first ones that ever was founded here, yeah. um, came to you and was like, you came to me and was like, hey, I want to I want to do this delivery. I'm like, it's like Uber. Well, how's Uber going to work years back? That's, that's yeah. crazy. I can't understand. I'd rather go get a taxi cab. But then this waiter came to us and said, hey, and you're like, no, we're doing this. And I didn't understand it. Yeah, I didn't accept it. And you brought it into the office. You, you accepted it. You put it in front of me. And I saw it. And I was like, okay, let's try this. But I was uncomfortable at first thinking, how are we going to get food delivered? It just doesn't seem right. And, and it worked great. I mean, it's a huge part of our business now. Yeah. So you got to accept it, right, Justin? Yeah. And so let's let's pivot. So Chappie, artificial intelligence, we got to pay attention to it. It's coming. You know, start having the conversation just like we did. Yeah. Start mm -hmm. bouncing things off each other. Start asking the hard questions. How are people going to use this? <clears throat> the other thing that I think that we need to pay a special attention to is this whole idea. And I have the most fun conversations you'd ever want to be a fly on the wall with with my wife on this one is about the idea of blockchain and NFTs. And a oh, lot of people gosh. cringe at the idea Mind of this. Blown. 
But the idea of a blockchain, and that's just the technology out there, the cryptocurrency, it's a digital ledger. It's the most secure piece of technology of our time. And it's the backbone to a lot of things that we're going to see coming out. So um, that's like the the really short version of it. But then we have these things called NFTs or yeah. non-fungible tokens. And we've been having a ton of fun with yeah, this. We have been. I want to talk about Starbucks Odyssey yeah. and what that looks like. And then I want to talk about like the utility as a restaurant and hospitality industry as some fun things and um, some, you know, whether that's an experience or loyalty program or anything that we can do with this technology and just bounce it off each other. And then I'll tell you all what these characters are yeah. and how that ties into an NFT. So yeah. um, let's talk about Starbucks Odyssey. Uh, you know, you brought this to me and, you know, we're a Starbucks franchisee and 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 we never heard of it. Licensee. Licensee. Let's yeah. get that right. Licensee. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Correcting you're, me. You're welcome. Always keep me straight. Um, but no, the Odyssey app. It, it's funny that a lot of people don't know what it is. And you, you're the one, because you're on the forefront and with us being a licensee, you kind of got a little inside of it. And you were like one of the first found, first adopters of it. You got accepted into this app, right? Yeah. So I like got an email and it's like, hey, do you want to be a part of this NFT launch, this program, this new loyalty program for Starbucks? I'm like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. What, you know, what does that look like? And you have your Starbucks rewards app, which... Everybody can probably agree Everybody some of one. the best technology in the world. It just yeah, works. It you can trade in for stars. You can order efficiently, find your store, pay, do all the things. Gift stores cards. your order. It yeah. stores it. It does all of it. Yeah. But there's still fraud. There's still, multi, you know, duplicate accounts. You can still go buy stars on the internet. There's still a huge element there. When you're looking at your promo, your comp line, you've got to just, you cringe and you're like, oh my goodness, that many stars were, you know, redeemed last week in my store. And it's not the most secure technology on the planet. So when this thing came out, I was like, holy crap, how are they going to use the blockchain to now create and integrate into their loyalty program. So signed up for the thing, went around to everybody, and I'm like, hey, put as many emails as you can, yeah. get signed up for this thing, yeah. you're not gonna regret it. And part of it's being first up to bat. So, and I know you're sitting there upset. Just, <laughs> Kim is still bawling. trying to get- um, She's still not in it. Into this thing. So it's yeah. it, part won't of it. not invite me. It's, and we're gonna get you invited. Um, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. We're, we're yeah, and and you know, and I'm the one that knows the most about this, and Chris is the one getting the NFTs. I'm, yeah. I'm not even getting them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's breaking. <laughs> but anyway, there's there's this technology and this Odyssey program, and it's this idea of you know Christmas time. It sends you on your first journey, and think about a restaurant or your business or anything, and it's the most secure technology in the planet, and you get this little digital picture. And you go, and in order to get that little digital picture, you have to do these amount of things. And when you think about a restaurant or anything, that could be one more visit or buying a certain coffee that has really get great cost of sales mm -hmm. or going on a journey of experience and trying these different things or coming back just one more time to, to earn this picture. Yeah. And part of it's a flex. It's like, I have this picture that nobody else has, yeah. but then that's on that digital ledger forever. Yeah. And it's yours and it's decentralized, meaning that all of the computers around it ping to make sure that it's perfect in yours and it can't be beaten. Yeah. It's not just one central computer housing all this information. It's everybody housing this information. <coughs> so we get Chris into this thing and we're signing up for our first NFT, the first paid for one yep. they do. Why don't you tell us how that experience was? Well, so I, 
Kim, I'm sorry that you're still not in. I'm going to have to try to pull some strings yeah. or something. We'll have to Forget do something. it. I, no, keep you're trying. I was like in the second I wave. I got in the second wave because you came to me. Did you ever send your email? I was like, oh, I think I forgot to submit it. And I got in it. But these NFTs came out, and uh, you can only buy two, right? And you were so pumped up. Chris, they're going to sell tomorrow. They buy two. And I was already in. I did all my little journey. I got my little pictures. And it, it, it did. I love the journey. And I love if I wish our brands would do this because it made me go try a coffee uh, a different way, but brewed a different way, or this one, and it made me like, oh, I do it's like genius. this. It is. Yeah. I like the, I like the almond You're milk. Sucked in. I'm sucked in, mm -hmm. and it made them more money, but it made yeah. me more a better customer to them because I buy a bag of coffee. I, but I tried something <laughs> yeah. different. Um, so, but the, the NFTs when they went on for sale, they went on sale like nine o'clock that morning. You had like your computer set up. I had my computer set up, and you were like, just hit send, and right when they did it, and it went boom, and it, it took a while. Then like. 30 seconds. And I was like, purchased. And I saw it pop up on my credit card. I got two of them. It was like $200. They were $100 each. And I could hear Justin in there oh, wow. banging on his desk. Boom, boom, boom. And his locked up. He kicked him out, you know? And, but it was, it was so fun to us because we got an opportunity to buy these NFTs. I got two. He didn't get them because he got kicked out. We found out why, because he was on the Wi-Fi and I was dialed directly in. So it went quicker. But the coolest part, Justin, those things, like as soon as I bought it for a hundred dollars, they were being sold for five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars, weren't they? Oh yeah, and well, they, sell that sucker. No, two, no. and you could sell it for six. So you're always about sell to sell it. You're always about making a it's profit. Time for sale. No, I'm keeping those things. Oh my goodness, they came it's gonna with be like points. Beanie Babies, y'all. It's gonna lose its value. <laughs> you better sell no, them. No, we they, got a box of Beanie Babies out yeah, there that you collected. Yes, yes. They're probably worth a lot of money. Yeah. No, we give them away to. Ba Every time we have a person who has a baby, we give them away. To yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go. So, well, you get points for these things, and they ultimately have value or utility. So, like, going into this, and this is a tough question for anybody, especially someone who doesn't buy it, who thinks they're going to turn into beanie babies. <laughs> it's like, what do I get? I've got this picture. I minted this thing. I paid 100 bucks. It's worth 800 bucks. Buy, sell it right now. Take the $700. Well, for that one, you got like bonus points to their loyalty program. And they just, we were just able to opt in and you can get free Starbucks for 30 days, every day for 30 days, up to $10. And every quarter, there might be a new perk that you get. So now you own this thing that will forever have points and you get these special things associated with it. So the utility and the reason everybody needs to pay attention to this is because when you go to the movie theater, a movie ticket's going to be this technology. When you go to a concert, a concert ticket's going to be this technology. But the idea of utility can be anything. It can be access. It can be physical items. It can be whatever you as a company want it to be. And in, in the most secure technology on the planet, it's like, what are those things that makes sense to us? And does that help people understand it better? I don't know. Well, it's a genius idea because it's got you two guys going in a Starbucks and buying a bag of coffee that you guys would have never well, purchased before. So I, I'm grinding the Good beans. job to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah we well, are. I've for... got these little little trinkets in yeah. that same, very same light. I got I got hooked on it and it's, it's about alignment, right? So if we're going and buying toys or... Everybody has hobbies and interests, and I treat it like a scratch-off. And I would be very careful here in this world to treat this until it's you know further proven down the line as a scratch-off if you're buying. This is not financial advice whatsoever. Yeah. But if you're buying something, buy something you're into. And I could buy a $30 scratch-off or a $30 Starbucks siren. The scratch-off, I'm going to lose. Yeah. The siren is a business that we run and could be something awesome yeah. in 20 years i want sirens yeah yeah, yeah. 
I mean, we, we bought Beanie Babies. You you got this, these things. They're, they're all in your office. If you go watch our reels, you'll see I went to your office and showed <laughs> yeah. them off. And it's funny, every time my, my younger daughter comes in, she goes straight to Justin. He said, he's got the best toys. Oh, yeah, he's got good he's toys got the in best his gadgets. Dad's all y'all do is have computer screens and nothing fun. Yeah. So uh, it, it is cool. But, you know, when you talked about the blockchain, you talk about that. When I look at it like this way too, Justin, you hear all this. And I don't know how this is all going to work, but you hear all this controversy about like the Taylor Swift tickets, right? Being sold out and these bots buying it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And like a, 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 a great toy comes down the line. These parents really want to buy this toy and they, you know, go online and it's sold out in the first 10 seconds. And now they're paying triple the price because these bots bought it. That's where I like the blockchain way it works. And, you know, because that, that can help keep that from happening. Every now I get on a, on a website and it's like, click here if you're not a robot. Yeah. You know, or, or it has eight pictures or 10 pictures, like pick traffic the bus. Lights. Yeah, yeah, traffic lights. Yeah. So if any way that could help that, that helps to, because I mean, believe me, when these people sell stuff, it's, you know, I don't think Taylor Smith's making, Taylor making Swift. way more, Taylor Swift is making more money. I think the person, the middleman or the, whoever bought all those tickets and then sell them for $2,000 online. It's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm hoping this technology can change. It's that. also, it's, it even goes a step further cool. than that. Yeah. Imagine if you were at, you know, Mark McGuire's 62nd home run game or Cal Ripken's 3000th game in a row. Like as a kid, we saved that ticket, right? Mm -hmm. Like you put that ticket in a box or if you went to like yeah, a, sure. the Ringling Brothers Circus or you went to go see the Globetrotters. Def Leppard concert. Def Leppard. You saved that ticket. Oh, yeah. So now this ticket, this digital asset is on the blockchain. It's yours forever. But then they could come out and be like, hey, if you were ever at this game, we're going to send you a cool trinket to commemorate that game. Or we're going to give you a 10% discount on this entire season if you were one of a few that participated in this special event. Or if the concert went haywire and, you know, Taylor Swift got sick in the middle of it, it's just so much easier to come back and say, all right, if you had that ticket, we're going to give you a ticket to this concert next year. I can't imagine the logistics of what that looks like right now yeah. with physical tickets. Like, how yeah. do you even how do you even do that? Yeah, but there's something about having a tangible item to me. There's some value in that. Like, there's value in my Def Leppard ticket to this day. And if it was on my computer, I don't think I'd value it as much. Um, I think I I used to yeah. keep all like my, my first Texans you know, ticket like, that we ever went. Me and you bought yeah, the first. I don't know where I put them at. You know, it's like they <laughs> oh, probably burn one of our house fires. <laughs> well, the first. you could always print that ticket. Yeah. You could always put it on a yeah. frame. And you're you're right. There's nostalgia of having something like I still have very I old just, baseball cards. Yeah. And like part of the blockchain, another cool one, and this is completely off topic, is you can now like trade in your cards or your physical assets and they'll put it in like a top secure bank and they'll create you an NFT. So it's like I have the Babe Ruth rookie card that's secure in a bank. And we trade the NFT, and you can always trade that in for that physical item. Yeah. But is that going to be like one of those things where it's in the computer cloud base, and I forgot my password, and now I can't have access to it? Mm. Is nope. that going to be like one of those deals? Because that's why it's so hard for you, people of my generation to, you know, wrap passwords our, every yeah. all the day. Yeah, yeah. Wrap um, our mind around like the I've, value is going to be tied up somewhere, and I've got to remember this password to to get to it versus mm -hmm. that tangible item. I have a, I have, I do have a couple of NFTs that not, not just part of Odyssey that I bought from, um, 
Gary V project thing he has. And, but they're meant to me. It's, it's the, the character is my character. It's who I want to be. And it's, you know, guy on Island. I thought it's pretty cool. And it's, it's on the blockchain, I guess it's locked into mm-hmm. that thing. But, and I did lose my password, but all I, I just had to put, answer the questions um, and, and get it back pretty easily. In this world, you get a, a key and it's yeah. like a, it's a seed phrase yeah. and there'll be 20 words and no different than, you know, oh, wow. putting a key in a safe. You need to take these 20 words and put them in a safe and never let anybody ever see them. But it's That's basically your tipic. Yeah, it's your ticket to if you lost your computer or you forgot it, it'll always forever let you back in. And I think that's the most secure techno, you know, technological way to do it. If it's just like a random 20 words and no specific order that only you have. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's if like you lost it three times and, and what have you. Um, but well, uh, yeah. Bull, yeah, what are cool. you, the, you're the cool. bullish bull. Yeah. I'm the bullish bull. That's what I am. I'm on a little Island. Uh, my little NFT from Gary B and then the sharks are surrounding me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come get me, boy. You know, you want some of this? I got you. That's well, um, very normal. Yeah. Well, it's it's alignment, though. It's it like is. what people come into my office, whether yeah. it's your daughter or a business coach or someone, and they're like, what's that purple thing? I'm like, oh, that's the empathy elephant. Yeah. Right? I, I, this I, is who this guy is. That, that's the empathy elephant. Yeah. You know, that's the gratitude gorilla. Yeah. And this is the patient yeah. panda right yeah. in front of me. And it's, you know, these are qualities and traits that Why I Why didn't y'all not with. give me the patient panda? That's far from your attribute, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Well, you walk into my office and see the patient panda, and maybe you just for a split second say, I'm going to be a little, a little more, patient more patient with him. <laughs> Bring it in. Bring it in a little bit. I have. It's, it's about utility. So, like, yeah. are we going to, we could mint our own and come up with like free wings for a year. Or if you get this, you know, NFT, you get a helicopter ride or anything. Just start thinking about the blockchain. And it, this is the toughest part about it. The current market that we're in with inflation, we're in a bear market, whether that's stock market, cryptocurrency, anything, these are the best times, not necessarily to invest in these things, to learn about them. That's where I, we, go ahead. I'm just curious, like how much time have you invested in learning about the blockchain so far? I would say the 50 hours. Wow. At, at least and I, I think in order to truly learn any piece of technology and understand it to get to the point where you can have a, a good, solid discussion, it's at least that. And it's a combination of following people who, you know, seem to be getting into it, doing reading on the technology itself. And just like anything else in the world, like I'm interested in the technology and I'm betting on the operators, not necessarily the project all of the time. So, you know, I... I like Gary V. There's no surprise there. I'm betting on him as an operator, not V friends or the conference that he's putting on. I'm betting that there's no chance that he's going to let this thing fail because this is his legacy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make sure that these things, the character development and the Marvel and the Disney that he wants to make is as successful as it could possibly be. And if it's not, he sank. Yeah. And he's going to put his billions up to do it. That's a pretty safe bet. But you... In anything you're investing in, and I think the difference here is a scratch off, you have odds. 10 to 1 are going to win you 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. If you're investing, whether that's stock market or crypto or an NFT, the more research that you do, you're just increasing your probability that it's a good investment. We're doing it more on like the fun side. And how does this align with our business attributes. And I want our people to have empathy with the people they're leading and have patience with them and have gratitude. And we can be really tough on our systems and our people, but we can also lead in a certain way. And if you come into my office, we're not going to talk about 
you know, some willy-nilly Marvel character. We're going to talk about these things. And it it cascades and resonates with with everybody. But it's like, how does that apply to your business is something you should be asking yourself yeah. and learning. I like the question, too, where you said, how many hours are you putting into yeah. it? And because you're, you're investing your hours into something to better yourself, something you really enjoy doing. And hopefully in, it, we've, we've had this conversation together about growing our brand coming up with our nfts so people out there that are spending 50 hours you know people out there that i know that have plenty of spare time on their hand they're hitting 50 hours worth of golf balls a month or a week that's what i wanted to ask justin like excuse me with 50 hours you said you vested and i don't mean to put you on the spot but with 50 hours that you invested at what level do you feel like you are acknowledged in the blockchain or the nfts do you feel like you're just on the beginner level do you feel like you're moderate do you feel like you're advanced where are you at with 50 hours of investment that's why i felt like it was important to have this conversation on purpose without all of us doing the research because we have three very different levels here and it might sound like i'm the expert here but i'm not an expert i would probably be more you know novice to dangerous um but i'm i'm not by any means an expert on the you know the coding of the technology itself i have a lot of high level understanding of how the things work And I'm doing a lot of learning and research on the operators who are running these projects because I don't want to be behind the ball when a company like Starbucks, guys, is coming out with this. You got to pay attention. When a guy like Gary Vee is doing this, you got to pay attention to it. And you don't always need to be first, but there's a lot of equity in being second or third or fourth. And we don't want to be 10 years behind the ball. And by that time, it's way more expensive to get into it's it it's saturated it doesn't make sense some of these things are moonshot ideas some of these things can some be game changing ideas, for your business and for me the attractiveness is i'm learning about the security of it i lose sleep at night over some of these loyalty programs and some of these comps and promos that we have to look at every yeah. single day and how much fraud there is out yeah, there so right. i'm like holy crap how do we possibly turn this into a loyalty program that works how do we possibly build this into our operation of restaurants, which what we know or anything that works. So like my research is coming from that space. Um, but I, I wouldn't call myself an expert whatsoever. Uh, you should probably consider just, you know, like anything, doing a little bit of research on it and start, if you're interested in it, start connecting with people who are also interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that was my point. I yeah. wanted to get across is that 50 hours and you're still not an expert. And, and people that aren't getting in on the base level and really getting a grasp of all this technology that's happening. So 50 hours is going to turn into 100 hours, which is going to continue. And the ball is going to continue to roll, and they're going to miss out on the opportunity because they didn't want to get on board. And so that's the scary thing in technology today. You have to grasp it. You have to try to understand the best of your ability and use AI to your advantage of course, it has the root of all evil, but you have to use it to your advantage and, and you know, use it for the good, of course. And, yeah. and that's why I hope our government can step in and control this because it can get out of hand quickly, but it can also be a great advantage for society, for our humanistic part of us. 
be com- even if you're uncomfortable, you don't understand it. Pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. Because the world is changing so quickly right now. Like I was going back to the golf ball hitting. A lot of people are spending time out there, you know, hitting golf balls and getting very good at golf. And I go out there hit no golf balls and I, I'm terrible at it. But at business, I think we're really good at it because we pour into that bucket a lot. You're pouring into that bucket a lot. And I think... You know, you have dabbled. You you research a little bit. I, I hear you're watching the blockchain. You're in the back. Man, of the I'm scene. trying. She's trying. trying to figure it Just out. Put it I haven't put in carousel. 50 hours, but yeah, put it but, in your carousel. Yeah. And over the span of a year or two years, if you pick an influencer or pick someone who's good at it, or you see something hit the like button, make sure that that's just something that you're, you know, 50 hours doesn't mean take a week off, go read books and watch a million YouTube videos. Yeah. It's put it in your carousel of Facebook or TikTok or Twitter Follow some people who are influential that you might calibrate and align with on something else that is just, there's every industry is doing NFT what's and our, blockchains. What's yeah. our, how you got me into it? And it's one of the guys that helped us launch our podcast. Um, he's, it's on Lincoln where he has that. It's called, uh, you know, uh, NFT, NFT for, for, for dummies. dummies. Or, yeah. Um, and that blew up and it yeah. taught, that's what I watched and it taught me a lot of it, but you better pay attention to it because it's happening. It's going to happen, yeah. and how can you use it in your business? And and I think NFT Kim, for newbies, I think. It NFT, was. And that's it. That's it. NFTs for newbies. Yeah. So go, I would go they look at NFT for dummies. I like that. It's book. A, it Rich's is. Rich's podcast Rich's. is a wonderful place to start. Sorry. It's like ten minute spots of what is an NFT, what is Ethereum, what is blockchain, and it brings you through he, a whole ride. He had like a, I, we he had hundreds of thousands of downloads. Like as soon as he launched it and it was about a year ago. Yeah, he, that's what got me watching. I think Kim would probably buy into it if we can get her on Odyssey app. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, because you get on there. But it's out. funny to go to close it up on that Odyssey app, though. It's funny because it is it, it is an awesome app and it's a beta test. And there's only certain people that get in. You submit your emails and they 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 radic, you know, I guess randomly pick in people to bring into it. I was like the, you're like the first two thousand. I would think I was the next two thousand that got invited in. And you go to funny, you go to a Starbucks and they'll be like, Chris, you keep ordering this coffee with almond milk. You've done it three days in a row because I had to order it like three times or something. And I was like, I'm trying to get my Odyssey app thing done or get my journey done. They're like, they don't even know about it. The employees, yeah. don't, the management don't even know about it. Leadership yeah. doesn't know about it. Which so, is sad. I know they yeah, should be promoting that, but it's a beta test. So I think because there's some flaws, right? I bought a bag of coffee and it didn't give my points and they're, they're working it out. So it's, it's cool. It's coming. We just got to figure out how we can hopefully adapt that to us to make us be a better efficient, make more money. You know, we uh, can influence consumer behavior for sure, mm-hmm. and we can get great data back. So you can yeah. do a guest comment survey, really and then you can also influence what they're doing while they're at their store. So it's just if you can start doing those things and executing them at a high level with the safest technology in the world or of our time, uh, you know, and and just like we say it on, on future podcast, our previous podcasts, like right now, it's not very expensive to get into and learn. Yeah. You yeah. can learn for free. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, use utilizing it in, on the HR side of oh, our yeah. business. What, uh, you know, as well as the uh, marketing and the development side of our business. Just getting a good database of what works. You know, I asked GPT yesterday because we're looking at a site in Cypress, Texas, and said, "Can you please send me the demographics of Cypress, Texas, and would this be a good spot for a restaurant?" And it gave me two paragraphs of something that it will blow your minds. So yeah. if you're looking for, a, you can ask this thing anything. How are we using it? I mean, that's that's scary. Yeah. yeah. I know it's 25% Spanish and 40, you know, 40% African in yeah. Cypress, Texas. And, yeah. I, and it did it 
faster than I could blink. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's so scary. And I have to, we have to figure all those paperwork up, dig them up to find out what all those demographics are. So that's going to be awesome, especially for some new development. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to incorporate that into our schools. I know I'm circling back on that, but I'm just wondering how they're going to do that. Because right now, my daughter, I just want to give you guys just a little synopsis of what a 17-year-old view of AI is. And I said, um, Clara, what do you know about artificial intelligence or chat GBT? And she said, oh, mom, on Snapchat, you can, there's a filter. And it, you've just talked to this thing. And on Snapchat, it has a whole conversation. Like you can ask, how are you doing? Well, I'm fine. How are you doing? How was your day? My day was good. Blah, blah, blah. You could go back and forth and it just talk about whatever you want to talk about with this thing. And it was pretty cool. I'm so like, Guess if you don't have any friends or if you don't have mm. anything to do, you know, this thing will totally have a conversation with you. I saw something you, the other day which that... Which is isolating to me. It responded in a language that it hadn't yet learned. That's crazy. That's, like, that's but, like a... Psh, but, but you know why? Because it just takes in everything from the internet. So and right so now it it's absorbing everything. 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 Every, so, every time I ask it a question or I type in something, I, it, it keeps a, you know, it keeps a data off to the side. So it's using everything that you're typing in and creating a database for yourself. We went so, through the internet yeah. though, right? When the internet sparked up, you had these same feelings. Oh, when yeah, the internet scared. came up, it's oh. like, oh my goodness, I, my kid can't go to Google and type something and there's no way I would ever let that happen. And now G Suite and Google is a part of the curriculum in schools. Yeah. So, so long we're being smart and responsible on yes. how to teach and use this mm -hmm. thing. I think that the better off we will be instead of ignoring that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. It'll be here soon, or it's here. We got it. <laughs> it's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we've we've talked long enough about this. It's been a great topic, Justin. It was one of your ideas to bring this up because you have a lot of knowledge in it, and you're you're definitely pushing this way. And we hope to see some of this work in our stores to make us more efficient and uh, be more profitable at the end of the day. Right? And, yeah. Yeah. Robots uh, driving profits. We might need to rename. Yeah, the... That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's, we're not going to go there. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but uh, hey. Um, you know, with that, too, uh, it's time for a curveball question. Okay. Because okay. it's time we got to wrap this up here. And, again, these questions are here to get to learn you more. Um, Kim, I'm going to throw this one at you. Okay. Um, right. What was one of your favorite jobs in the past? Oh, this one's easy. Uh, Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. 15 years old. Um, Not a nurse? You worked at BK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. BK, BK. <laughs> you, I was a nurse. You love being a nurse. I loved being a nurse. Yeah, you were good That at was it. my passion, but yeah. my that was stressful, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of responsibilities in nursing. Um, but in Burger King, yeah. there was not too many responsibilities. I was um, started out on the flame broiler, um, putting in frozen patties and watching them go through the broiler. Yeah. And just making hamburgers. And... Um, Come to be the employee of the month. Thank you very much. Ooh. Had my name on the plaque there at Burger King, making $3.53 an hour. Yeah. And those were good days. Those were good days. Yeah. I didn't mind donning the Burger King, the BK uniform. And y'all had that certain uniform you had to wear, right? Yeah. Pants. Blue pants and a brown shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, that's that Burger King that you worked at, I remember it a lot because that's when me and Kim were first, I asked her out. And yeah. I remember. Justin, we keep this hope the franchise he's not listening to this one, but I, I'd order like, you know, six tenders and I'd get eight in my box and she'd write a little note on my box like, hello, 
Yeah. Let's do extra attendees for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some attendees for yeah, you there. Before I knew about food costs. Yeah. <laughs> what so, I was uh, doing. Someone's going, man, my, my uh, <laughs> yeah. top 10, bottom 10, we're missing tenders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, there was no tip line back there. Right? Yeah. So, no, no, uh, back then. No. No, yeah, we no worked tip for line. $3 and we were good. Yeah. You were good. You Nobody make... get any ideas. That is not the way to earn tips. By <laughs> yeah. Giving away yeah. Free food. Hey, remember it was like putting the money in there. So, um, yeah, that was a good job for you. I, we ought to go back over there. It's yeah. still there. It's it's, it's, it's the a, restaurant that I built me. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know if you're on the wall still. I want to know if the employee of the month is still there. I want to ask that. Maybe we'll ask AI. Was Kim the employee of the month at Burger yeah. King in 19, whatever, whatever that was, 91 or 92? Uh, oh, so I'm turning God, all no. technology off if it answers. Yeah. Like if, yes. if it knows that. It's, it's uh, scary. That's too much. So Justin. <laughs> it will um, now. What, what, tell me something. You, I, I would say, you know, I would love to say bartender, but it's not because there, there was still a responsibility and I was living on my own. And that was a, you know, a one chapter it's, it's delivering pizzas in, in New Jersey. So there's nothing, you know, better than pizza, <laughs> oh, pizza yeah. in New Jersey is some of the best food in the planet. Yeah. I, I delivered for Frankie's pizza. Frankie. I drove a Mitsubishi Eclipse and this guy was a tough business owner. Like he wasn't selling pizza. Like if you called, it was like the the Seinfeld episode with the soup Nazi guy. Where it's no like, soup no for you. Soup, no pizza for you. If you don't order properly, you know, Frankie's not delivering you pizza. Oh, but gosh. driving around, delivering pizza, I had a Mitsubishi Eclipse, not a care in the world. All my money mm -hmm. I was making was going into rims and stereo in my car. And it was just, uh, it was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. And now that... You know, I've I've lived many other places in the country. It's just like, oh, you were a pizza delivery guy yeah. in New Jersey and said water and yeah. you know did all the things. Yeah, yeah, that that was me growing up. I had the spiky hair, the Brooklyn fade, the, all oh, of it. Yeah. Is yep. is, is oh, pizza really goodness, that better in New Jersey? Yeah, it's the it's the water. It's hard water. It the, the dough's better. It's mm -hmm. crispier. It's thin. Um, the the cheese, the mozzarella is better quality. The tomato sauce tastes different. I mean, it pizza in New Jersey is next level. No, in New York too. Yeah, but uh, it it's it's worth the trip to just go to like seaside new jersey for a weekend and you know be on the ocean no different than we just were in jacksonville but the food is wonderful yeah, i want to go to me a big large slice just the big yeah. slice we did that big in new york when we went there we remember we ordered a pizza yeah, we, we had to go and it was where'd awesome. you go though like sabaros or i don't know one of those places on you the gotta go to the mom once. and pop one. no this we is did. like it yeah. was okay. it's like a mom was. and pop there's a line out the door so it told yeah. me like hey that's a good place to go and we nice. all got the large slice of pizza at like nine o'clock at night before we went back to the hotel um that was yeah that was cool how so about you, uh, ah, uh, yeah. you know, um, I had a couple of great jobs. I think the the the, the, the probably the job that I loved the most probably was working at the sawmill furniture store. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of what changed my life. You yeah. remember I, I worked there and it was cool because um, you know I started in the back, man, putting furniture together, uh, and I had at that time like four or five of some of my greatest friends in the world. And we all put furniture together and delivered furniture. And um, it was cool because that's what sparred me. We'd sit in the back, put wooden furniture together. It was a solid wood furniture store. And, um, uh, you know, the owner was, you know, his office was in the back. So I got to get, you know, up close and personal with him and, and see how he interact. That's one of the ones I'll tell you about. I watched how he walked. I watched his kids come in and thought, man, if he can do this, I can do this, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, it was, it was pretty cool because, <laughs> um, we'd take, we'd take these big long deliveries and it'd be two or three of us delivering all this furniture. And then the way back, we'd always, you know, paper, rock, scissors, and one drove the truck. The other two got in the back and slept, you know, cause nice. I was shipping nice. all these blankets and we were all, uh, going to school together. Uh, they were going to college Lamar. That's when I went for the first year. Um, so it was cool to kind of hang out with those guys, but it, it, that's what sparred me. And I have some great memories there. And just great story. And that's really what taught me to come out of my box a little bit and talk. That's what yeah. 
I got a promotion to be a salesman. And if I go back and look at my life, that was one of those moments. And I want to send a shout out to Clint because, um, you know, he saw something in me and, and promoted me there and yeah. taught me a lot in the business and uh, made me who the person I am today and, and, and things. So I owe a lot of shout out to that for that. And um, uh, it's not around anymore. The whole business, that model changed. And I actually remember this, me and you, I worked there throughout our engagement. Yeah. And through our marriage, it, it sucked because I worked every Saturday. Every yeah. Saturday. And I miss like friends' bachelor parties. I miss, you know, weddings because I got off at like six every Saturday. It was hard for me to get off because when I became a manager of the store and, uh, you know, we missed a lot of time together because Friday nights I had to be home back because I had to be back at work at early in Saturday morning. But um, me and you wanted to buy into that business. Yeah, That's what kind of started us. And I remember going to a conference, the Solidwood Conference. My boss brought me to a couple of times, and they had this new this, – it was a franchise. It was like – so the, all these independent mom and pops, and they set this – one, uh, I can't remember, it was called Bearwood or something. And they were selling yeah, franchises. Was it was selling franchises. You know, I, every time Clint would turn his back, I'd go over and look. <laughs> like, I need to buy this franchise. So that kind of got my mind sparking in the franchise business also, too. So, um, you know, I'm glad I made the right decision because um, God led me this way in the restaurant business. I don't think yeah. the bare wood furniture, raw wood is, 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 is a business model anymore to be around. But it was cool. Yeah, so, we were just hungry for a business. We were just hungry. Yeah. We were hungry. We should have been hungry for some pizza. Yeah, we got dinner set up. You want Burger King, some pizza, and a table? Yeah, we, <laughs> we'll, get you, we'll get you locked in. <laughs> it's true, true. Hey, um, this, was, this was a great episode. Uh, got to talk about some future stuff here. Um, AI, I hope to see it come down and hope how we can make our business be more profitable at it. But, you know, thank you for taking your time out of the day. It is fun for us to do this part of this thing, and it's fun to see Justin's Toys, the gracious, gracious gorilla, right? And um, so uh, let's let's get back to work, guys. And uh, appreciate you watching. Remember, go subscribe to us and share us out, guys, and send us comments. Thank you, guys.